Hi, this is Sukrit from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 20th of October. Canada has withdrawn 41 of its 62 diplomats in India and halted its visa and consular services in Chandigarh, Mumbai and Bengaluru consulates. The move came weeks after India asked Canada to withdraw over 40 of its diplomatic staff from the country and threatened to revoke their immunity. After the withdrawal, Canada now has 21 diplomats in India. The reduction in staff is likely to cause delays in processing visas for Indians. Canadian Foreign Minister Melanie Jolie said, and I quote, India has formally conveyed its plan to unethically remove diplomatic immunities for all but 21 Canadian diplomats and dependents in Delhi by October 20. This means 41 Canadian diplomats and their 42 dependents were in danger of having their immunities stripped on an arbitrary date and this would put their personal safety at risk unquote Canada alleged that India violated the Vienna Convention by withdrawing the diplomatic immunity of its 41 officials the Indian Ministry of External Affairs denied the allegation and its move warrants a parity in mutual diplomatic presence Now, the visa services for Canada will only be offered at the Canadian High Commission in Delhi, but the visa centers operated by contractors will remain open. Consular services will also be available at the High Commission or on phone or by email. Tensions have been brewing between the two countries since Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau alleged India's role in the killing of Canadian citizen and wanted Khalistani separatist Hardeep Singh Nijjar. Today, high drama ensued at the Delhi High Court amid the hearing of the defamation case filed by TMC MP Mahua Mitra against BJP MP Nishikant Dubey and Supreme Court lawyer Anant Dehadrai. During the hearing, Dehadrai alleged that Mahua Mitra's lawyer Gopal Shankar Narayanan had asked him to withdraw the case before the CBI in exchange for Mitra and Dehadrai's pet dog's custody. The two were reportedly in a relationship for 3 years before falling apart early this year. They had fought a case over the custody of the pet dog. During the hearing, Shankar Narayanan recused himself from the case. Earlier this week, BJP MP Nishikant Dubey had written a letter to Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla alleging that Moitra had taken bribes to ask questions about the Adani group in the parliament. He also alleged that Moitra had asked these questions to protect the interests of the Hiranandani group. Dubey had also cited Dehadrai in his letter. Following the allegations, Moitra filed the defamation suit against Dubey, Dehadrai and several media outlets that reported the controversy. On Thursday, Darshan Hiranandani submitted an affidavit to the Lok Sabha Ethics Committee supporting the BJP MP's claim. The affidavit said, and I quote, "She shared with me her email ID as member of parliament so that I could send her information and she could raise the questions in the parliament." Unquote. Moitra denied these allegations and called the letter a joke. She alleged that Hira Nandani was pressured into signing the letter that was sent to him by the PMO. She said, and I quote, "Every effort is being made to malign me and isolate and scare those near and dear to me." Unquote. Moitra's parliament questions on the Adani group came after a Financial Times report revealed that the Adani group had been inflating the price of imported coal in India. The Supreme Court on Thursday issued directions to all states and union territories to ensure the implementation of the Sexual Harassment at Workplace Prevention, Prohibition and Redressal Act 2013, also known as the POSH Act. The court asked the governments to also allocate the required funds for the same. The court said it was mandatory for states to appoint a district officer to oversee the implementation of the POSH Act and to coordinate with the state and union ministries of women and child development. 
The hearing was for a writ petition filed by the NGO Initiatives for Inclusion Foundation that sought the effective implementation of the Posh Act in workplaces. The court said the officer must undertake an effort to spread awareness on the existence of local committees and make them approachable for the unorganized sector. In addition, the concerned authorities will also share annual reports with the state government about the implementation of the Posh Act. The NGO that filed the petition had also asked for these reports to be made public. The Supreme Court bench said in the interests of transparency and good governance, the governments may consider making these statistics public. Today, the Supreme Court ruled that government authorities will have to pay a compensation of Rs 30 lakh to the families of manual scavengers who die while cleaning sewers. A bench of Justices S. Ravindra Bhatt and Arvind Kumar said that the union and state governments must ensure that manual scavenging is completely eradicated. The bench also directed that those who suffer permanent disabilities from manual scavenging will get Rs 20 lakh as compensation. For any other disabilities incurred while cleaning the sewers, a compensation of Rs 10 lakh will be given to the victim. The court issued a slew of directions to the state and the union governments to curb the occurrences of death and disabilities caused by manual scavenging. A detailed order is expected to be issued later. A report in the Indian Express citing government data said manual scavenging accounted for 347 deaths in the last five years. Three states, Uttar Pradesh, Tamil Nadu and Delhi, alone accounted for around 40% of these deaths. Listeners, two ordinary Muslim citizens continue to be incarcerated in a Maharashtra jail over allegations of forced religious conversions and sexual abuse. My colleague Pratik Goel made a deep dive into this sensitive case to put together the sequence of events that led to these allegations and arrests. You can read his report titled Muslim Conversion Gang in Ahmadnagar, Unraveling the Truth Behind These Claims. We are able to bring you stories such as these because we are an independent news organization. We do not rely on political parties or corporations for support. We are an ad-free news organization that depends on only you, the reader, to support us. So if you're not a part of our independent news ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a plan of your choice. Our subscription starts at Rs 900 per quarter. The Israeli Defense Ministry ordered the evacuation of its residents from the city of Kiryat Shemona, situated close to the Lebanese border, the Indian Express reported. The announcement comes as Israel prepares for a ground invasion of Gaza. According to Al Jazeera, the Israeli military says that a majority of the 200 Israelis that were taken hostage by Hamas are still alive. The attack on Israel by Hamas killed nearly 1,300 people. Meanwhile, in Gaza, the death toll has now reached 4,000. Health authorities are overwhelmed with heavy casualties and widespread destruction caused by repeated airstrikes. Following Hamas's attack on 7th October, Israel had cut off electricity, food and fuel supplies to the Gaza Strip. The United Nations has said that humanitarian aid will reach Gaza in a day or two and that the humanitarian situation is beyond catastrophic. Around 175 trucks are lined up at the Rafah crossing at Gaza's southern border with Egypt. However, the World Health Organization Emergencies Director Michael Ryan said that 2,000 such trucks will be required to bring relief to the enclave which is home to around 20 lakh people. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. 
be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world. Thank you.